Tyler. I'm Kelly. And I'm Brandy. And you are listening to the infamous podcast, Bitch, I'm Not Well, where we discuss bitches who are truly unwell. unwell. How are you? Hello, Brandy. I am well. Oh, that's great. Well, are you ready for the episode that I have for you today? I am so freaking excited. You have no idea. Okay, so this is a very messed up case. Okay. You're going to want to hold on to your butt while I tell you this story. Okay, hold on. I guess it's not a story. All right, I'm I got it. in this case. Okay. All right, I got it. So this has happened very recently. It mm-hmm. happened in January of 2023. It's not a resolved case just by the fact that it hasn't gone to court yet, but all of my information has been gotten from court documents and news articles, and a lot of this is my opinion. Okay. Just a disclaimer, anything I say during this podcast is only my opinion. Got it. All right. So now that I've gotten that out the way, let's go. Oh my God. We're going to discuss the case of Alexi Trevisio. Have you heard of her? Oh, no, but she's got a cool name. She does. I really like how they spelled it because they spell it A-L-E-X-E-E. Oh. That's really cute. Alexi. So Alexi is a 19-year-old from Artesia, New Mexico, hmm. and she is facing criminal charges for oh. throwing her newborn away <gasps> in a hospital trash can that oh. was in the emergency room bathroom. Oh, my God. So let that sentence sink in. She threw away her baby at the hospital in a trash can Mm. in the emergency room's bathroom. Okay. I could not imagine what was going through her mind when she did this. Shock? Yeah. The case begins in the very early hours of January 27th, 2023. Alexi had had hip and back pain her whole life. Her mm-hmm. mother, Rosa, said that when Rosa was pregnant with Alexi, her significant other beat her. So Alexi has had hip and back issues her entire life, and she's had to go to the chiropractor and get adjusted. So she thinks because her partner beat her while Alexi was in the womb? Yes. That she sustained injuries from that? Yes, hips and back injuries. Oh, wow. Alexi is a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. She is on a competition cheerleading squad. She is in great shape. She, I think she was like 5'6 or Mm 5'7, and she's slim. She has a, a, a nice build. Let me show you a picture of her. So this is Alexi. Oh, she's cute. Yeah. Okay, so in the very early hours of January 27th, Alexi woke her mom up and said her back and her hips were killing her. Like, she couldn't handle it. She couldn't wait to go to the chiropractor tomorrow morning. She needed to go to the emergency room now. Damn. So mom gets up, and they go to the hospital. They're getting admitted to the ER, and they're asked this basic question that all females are asked when you go to any doctor, hospital, is there any chance you're pregnant? Right. Because how they treat you is going to vary immensely from if you're pregnant, not pregnant, or breastfeeding. Well, yeah. Are you in labor or are you just hurting? Alexi and her mother both adamantly denied the fact that Alexi could be pregnant because she was a virgin. Oh, really? Alexi's mother, Rosa, went as far as to tell the nurse that she was buying pads for Alexi every month because she has had her period, so there's no way she's pregnant. Mm, Okay. So at 12.18 a.m. Mama in the dark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 12.18 a.m. Alexi is given cyclobenzaprine and acetaminophen once she is taken back. Cyclobenzaprine is a mild muscle relaxer and acetaminophen is a pain medication. There have been studies done on cyclobenzaprine in pregnancy and the studies are mixed. Most show that fetus are not affected by cyclobenzaprine use, but there is a chance that if this medication is taken during the third trimester, it could cause ductal closure and persistent pulmonary hypertension in infants. Okay. 
At 12.28 a.m., Alexi is given sodium chloride, Ketorolac, Zofran, and morphine. The lab orders were put into the hospital system, including one for a pregnancy test. Shouldn't they have gotten the pregnancy test prior to putting you on pain medication? You would think that that would be something that would have been done immediately before anything was administered. Right. Uh, Sodium chloride is given when people are thought to be dehydrated. Dehydrated, yeah. So I'm pretty sure that one's probably okay if you're pregnant. Yes. Ketorolac is used to relieve moderately severe pain. It's not a narcotic and it is not habit forming. Using Ketorolac during pregnancy, especially in the third trimester, should be avoided, according to drugs.com. Oh, okay. Does it say why? It, again, was like pulmonary issues, respiratory issues. It could affect the baby's development. Zofran is a nausea medication, and it's commonly prescribed to pregnant women to help with morning sickness. Right. I had that when I was pregnant. I don't know if it helped or not, but it had it. <laughs> you were still throwing up. <laughs> still throwing up all the time. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Drew. Gosh. You wanted to be on the podcast, buddy. Here you are. Here, This is your spot, which he is very upset with us because oh, no. he wants to miss school to come over here and record with us. Oh, I think he should be allowed to. He might. We'll have to do a, a less traumatizing case. Nah. <laughs> you can handle break it. Break him in. Just you're, break him in. You're good. Give me some sarcastic comments and you'll be fine. Absolutely. Okay. Morphine is a non-synthetic narcotic that is derived from opium. Morphine may affect the baby's development in the first trimester, so it should not be used during the early stages of pregnancy, if at all possible. Okay. If morphine is taken at the end of a pregnancy, there is a risk the baby could be born with symptoms of withdrawal. I know that there are... Wouldn't it have to be significant doses, though? Yeah. Like, I I know people have gotten morphine when they were first going into labor to kind of help with Mm -hmm. the pain, help them relax. The reviews online from doctors were kind of mixed. Some said it was fine. Others said, no, no way. But there wasn't any substantial evidence either way. I remember morphine after my C-section, and all it did was like make me crazy. Yeah, it did I, nothing for the pain. Mm-mm. I know I didn't. I had it too after my C-sections, and I had to get them to give me something else because I was up all night. Yeah, it's like I, it's not relaxing me, and it's no. not letting me sleep. I had I kept pushing the button, and they were like, "Honey, it's not gonna work. You gotta wait two hours." <laughs> when Sarah, I'm like, but I'm still in pain. Sarah was in the hospital with her appendix. Dad stayed with her because mom had to work. And he kept watching cowboy shows the whole time. So he took the morphine thing from Sarah. And anytime she'd wake up, he'd press it. <gasps> so she'd go back to sleep so he could watch his cowboy shows. Oh, Which damn. was probably needed because by the time she got there, her appendix had already ruptured. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she was in yeah. a lot of pain. Severe. Yeah, so she Oof. she did need it, and she was in the hospital for like two weeks. It was Mm-mm. bad. Mm-mm. Okay, sorry. Let me get back on topic. <laughs> so the reason I'm going through what she was given during her ER visit is because her attorney is using these medications to sue the hospital for malpractice. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So now we're at 12.51 a.m., the results of Alexi's pregnancy test were received. Even though Alexi is a virgin, the results from the pregnancy test are positive. The virgin Alexi is pregnant. That bitch is lying. Yeah, somebody's lying. Something's messed up here. Mm. <laughs> and Alexi has been dating her boyfriend for two years. Yeah. She's 19. This really shouldn't be that big of a surprise. So her mom is still insisting? She is pissed that she lied to her. Oh, okay. So she's mad at Alexi. She's mad at Alexi. She cannot believe that she lied to her. Um, yeah, that's hurtful. Actually, uh, some of the nurses walked in while Alexi's mother was finding out that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty bad. So they walked back out. She was giving her what for? Yes. She wanted to know why she lied to her, said that she's talked to her about this. You can tell me. And Alexi is still denying that she's pregnant. So... Things get a little mixed up here. Some of the nurses in the emergency room that morning state that Alexi and her mother were told that Alexi was pregnant. 
while other nurses on duty do not think that Alexi had been told she was pregnant prior to going to the bathroom. The reason there is no definite answer is because the nurses and doctors in the ER that morning were not interviewed until three months later. Three months later? Yes. I cannot remember what I had for lunch yesterday. Exactly. So ER, I'm sure they go through thousands of people. Yes. Actually, one of the nurses at the police interview, and they have body cam footage of, says that you would be surprised how often he sees a teenager come in that's pregnant, insisting they're a virgin, and their mom has no idea. Mm-hmm. And the cops were like, like this? Like you have babies thrown away? He's like, oh, no, no. I've never seen this before. But mm-hmm. I've seen them trying to hide it. Oh, so I worked in the ER admitting when I was 19. And uh, I saw a lot of interesting things. I bet you did. There was a young girl that had come in and she was having abdominal pains. They brought her in on a gurney and she did not have a belly even. She didn't look pregnant. Her family came in. They're all worried. And all of a sudden the doctors come out and they had to let the family know that she was going into labor. Oh, wow. I think she was like 16, maybe 15. Yeah, it was shocking off. I bet. Like, you go in thinking your kid's gotten appendicitis or something, you come out and you're a grandma. Yeah. And Alexi was on birth control. Why was she on birth control if she wasn't having sex? Exactly. That's what the police wanted to know. That's what the nurses wanted to know. There's never been an answer for it. So she didn't have like endometriosis or polycystic ovarian disease or... Nothing like that has come out. Okay. And I would think from stuff that her lawyer has said that if this was the case, that would definitely been broadcasted to the world okay so she's on birth control no female issues to speak of yes and dating a boy for two years she's 19 years old but she's a virgin yep exactly i ain't buying it all right so we're now we're at 1 a.m she's been at the hospital for a little over an hour and alexi's iv is removed because she needs to go to the bathroom Surveillance video shows Alexi hustling down the hallway towards the bathroom, holding her hand over her butt. Scoot, scoot, scoot. Yeah, it looks like it's poking out. Like, she is... She's holding a baby's head up there? The nurses, thinking that she knows that she's pregnant, assume that she's got diarrhea or something. Okay. Alrighty. At 1.40, one minute after Alexi ran to the bathroom, Alexi's mother is shown going to the bathroom door to check on her. The nurses had also checked on her two to three times while she was locked in the bathroom, flushing and running water. Mm. Ten minutes later, at 1.49 a.m., Alexi's mother goes back to the door. And again, Alexi refuses to unlock the door and come out. By this time, Alexi had been locked in the bathroom for about 17 minutes. The nurses at the nursing station notified the triage nurse and he approached the door and knocked on it saying alexi you need to open the door you need to let us in Mm -hmm. we're here to help you she didn't answer didn't acknowledge him but they could still hear the toilet flushing the water running so they knew she wasn't passed out on the floor she was moving around in the bathroom she just wasn't letting anybody in yeah so the triage nurse says give me the keys to the bathroom i'm gonna unlock the door we're coming in at this point alexi opens the door And walks out. Surprise! She doesn't look at the nurse. She doesn't say anything. He looks in the bathroom and he sees blood everywhere. Oh, God. On the floors, on the wall, on the toilet, on the sink, on the faucet. Everywhere was covered in blood. Oh, my God. He asked Alexi if she was okay and what happened. And Alexi responded that she was on her period and walked back to her room, leaving bloody footprints in her wake. Never had a period where I had blood on the walls and all over the faucet. and Yeah, me either. Uh, never bled that much in my life. Oh. By this point, they had received the positive blood and urine pregnancy test, but they hadn't confronted Alexi with the news from the blood pregnancy test. Okay, just the urine. Just the urine saying, yeah, you're pregnant. And with the urine, they can't say, hey, you're nine months pregnant or you're four months pregnant. You're just pregnant or not pregnant okay with the blood screen they can check your levels and then get an idea of how pregnant you are are. yeah Yeah. okay by now all of the nurses know what's going on and one of the nurses goes into alexi's room to do a pelvic exam because there is so much blood they believe that she went into the bathroom and either harmed herself 
or caused a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And with all the blood, they needed to check her pelvic area and make sure there wasn't anything ripped or torn or cut. And while this is happening, the nurses contact housekeeping and say, hey, look, we have a biohazard incident in the bathroom. We Mm -hmm. need somebody to come down ASAP and help us clean this up. When the nurses enter Alexi's room after the bathroom incident, Alexi and her mom are arguing, and Alexi is still claiming to be a virgin. Oh. At this point, Alexi's mom is furious, and she leaves the room and goes to the waiting room because the nurses said, hey, you're going to have to stop. You can't stress her out. We have to make sure that she's okay. Right. So mom grabs her stuff. She's going to go in the waiting room. She can't deal with this right now. Alexi looks at the nurse, and she says... I'm scared, and I don't want to get in trouble. Then she asked the nurse what would happen if she stopped taking birth control and started taking weight loss pills. What would happen? What What do you mean? To the baby? Well, she's still saying she's not pregnant. So Uh, just in general, the nurse said that she kind of took it as in general, what would happen? And the police asked her, you know, what, what did that mean to you? And she's like, well, it's kind of obvious to me, is it not? And he was like, tell us what you're thinking. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm thinking she's trying to tell everybody she's a virgin and she's not pregnant. She's taking weight loss medication either to hide the pregnancy or in the, trying to cause a miscarriage. Detective's like, okay, okay. Hmm. So Alexi never came out and said that that's what, she was taking the weight loss medication for, but that was inferred. So she was taking the weight loss medication. She was taking the weight loss medication. Because she stopped her birth control. Yes. So the nurses see all that blood in the bathroom and they, you know, they think she had a miscarriage. Right. They alert the ER doctor. They let him know, hey, she may be hurt. Might need to go in there and check on her. Okay. Doctor's going to go. The housekeeper, Dia, describes the bathroom as a gory, bloody massacre mess. Damn. She began to clean the bathroom as soon as she arrived. She began by mopping the floors to remove the blood from the floor, wiping down the bathroom walls, toilet, and other surfaces. There was blood everywhere, according to Dia. She said there was so much blood that she had to mop and wipe down everything twice to get all of the blood. How do you get blood everywhere? Was she doing cartwheels in there? Like, spinning around? Yeah, I... I, I can see, like, how you got it on the toilet and you got it on the faucet, maybe on the floor, but how are you getting it on the walls? Yeah, I don't understand and, that. Everywhere. Like, and you're in there flushing and running water, and so you think you would have had some of it cleaned up. Mm-hmm. But it didn't look clean at all. She wasn't doing a very good job of cleaning. And she was still bleeding while she was trying to clean, so... This just makes my mind go in weird directions. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Your mind's going to like implode in a little bit. Oh, God. It just gets weirder. Oh, God. Dia is finished cleaning and she grabs the wastebasket to take it out. And before the nurses called her down there, they checked in the wastebasket and it's empty. Well, when Dia picks it up, it's kind of heavy. So she calls Lori, the nurse at the triage station, and she says, Lori, this basket's heavy. Like... Come see. And Lori's like, what do you mean the basket's heavy? Yeah. And she looks in it, a clean trash liner. She picks it up and she's like, it is heavy. So they remove the clean trash Mm-mm. bag liner Mm-mm. and there's balled up paper towels at okay. the bottom. She moves those and there's a roll of clean trash liners that they keep at the bottom to replace. Right. There's a few of those that have been pulled off the roll, bundled up and thrown at the bottom. And then there is a bag. That is tied, like, you know how when you grab a trash bag and, like, spin it and try to get it real tight so you can carry it without stuff falling out? So, it's like that. So, Lori grabs it and picks it up, and she Mm. sees the Mm -mm. baby's face pressed against the trash bag. Oh, God. And he is purple and blue. Oh, no. So, she calls her uh, charge nurse, and she's like, oh, my God, you have to come here now. He runs in. He sees it. He grabs the entire trash bag. And moves it into their trauma room, the closest right. one. He rips the bag open to take the baby out. And the doctor comes in after him. And the baby is cold. There's nothing they can do. He's gone. Oh, no. He's pronounced dead at 2.38 a.m. One of the nurses told police that... This is almost an hour, though, after she had gone in. Yeah. So the baby was in there for almost an hour. For almost an hour. Ugh. And, yeah, it, it's... Really sad. 
uh, one of the nurses, when she was given her statement to the police, said that part of the umbilical cord was still attached to the baby, and it looked like an animal had torn it apart. Wait, she ripped the umbilical cord she off? She probably tore it with her teeth because it was still connected to the baby. Uh. But she said the umbilical cord is really tough and hard to cut. And the mm-hmm. one attached to the baby was torn apart like a wild animal had gone after it. My God. Poor baby. So the police were then called. Nothing was said to Alexi until the police arrived. So she doesn't know that they found her baby. Okay. She's in there. Mom is back in the room. Mm. Oh, poor mama. Yeah. You know, if my daughter didn't tell me she was pregnant, we'd go in. I'd be upset. Probably wouldn't go off on her, but I'd be upset. And then to be told, yeah, the grandbaby is was in a trash can. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I would handle that. I would hope that my kids would trust me enough to be able to tell me when they found out they Absolutely. were pregnant. Which I have two boys, so they won't ever find out they're pregnant. But if their girlfriends find out they're pregnant, I would hope that they would trust me enough to be able to come and tell me. And But it doesn't sound like she had that kind of relationship with her mother to begin with. Because if she went off on her in a hospital like with other people and stuff, that's probably why she was scared to go to her. Yeah. And, and, and like, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin. Okay, you know what? It's time to wake up. Yeah, this is 2023. You know how you were in high school? Yeah, it's the same way. It's going to happen. I've always encouraged my kids to be open with me, and they've been brutally open with me. (laughs) Thanks, kids. Thanks a lot. Not what I was expecting. They don't Um, ever think about you, Kelly. That kind of openness, (laughs) but I'm glad that they are. So the charge nurse, H.T., and the police enter Alexi's room together, and H.T. asks why she put the baby in the trash can. Alexi started crying and said, I'm sorry, it came out of me, and I didn't know what to do. Nothing was crying. It came out with nothing. She called her baby it and nothing. Alexi's mother freaks out, and she's like, oh my God, how old is the baby? She assumes it's a miscarriage. And the nurses kind of thought that mom may have already known she was pregnant and she was just trying to catch her. Did they say why they thought that? Well, because the mom, I guess... Maybe suspicious? Yeah, I think she might have been suspicious. And actually, I'm going to show you a picture in a minute. Alexi was obviously very pregnant. Like, let me show you her. Actually, a picture from her cheering at like a pep rally or a competition. Really, no friends, no nobody opens up like, oh, hey. I mean, especially being a cheerleader at football games and stuff. Oh, yeah, the bitch pregnant. Yeah. The bitch pregnant. She okay? gained a lot of weight only in her belly. I'm seeing that, yeah. She's, She's like nine months pregnant. Yeah. Alexi's mom asks how far along the baby was, assuming miscarriage, and HT tells her full term. Yes, I can see in the picture. She was... Look her up on Google. Yeah. Look her up. One of the first pictures that come up is her in her cheerleading uniform with a megaphone. And you can see... It's It's not a a baby bump. It's It's a baby hump. That that was a whole baby. Yeah. Oh, bless baby. So again, her mom is like, Alexi, what... Why would you do this? Why wouldn't you tell me? You know what happens to those girls that throw away their babies. And at this point, the doctor... (laughs) what the police body cam gets her telling the police are in the room yes and he is on the phone but his body cam is facing her and it's getting everything you can clearly hear it so they've had a discussion about or maybe maybe just happened before and they talked about it it may be so and we're going to cover this case later on but about a year Mm -hmm. before this Mm -hmm. another new mexico teen had thrown her baby in the trash can yeah. And she was locked up for 18 years. And the baby 18 lived. 18 years? Yep. And the and baby, the baby lived. lived? Yep. Wow. You can imagine this is in New Mexico as well. This just happened to someone that's 18 years old. You're 19 years old. Her baby yeah. lived. Your baby died. Oh, yeah, yeah. So as a mother, I would be freaking out. I mean, you, you have a very good point of view of what could be your daughter's life story now. This is going to be your future. Why would you do this? Why wouldn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. After this point, Alexi's mom, her stepdad, Alexi's boyfriend, and Alexi's boyfriend's mother are all in the waiting room. Okay. Nobody asked about the baby. Not even the, the boyfriend or the boyfriend's mama? Uh, nope. Nobody asked how the baby was. Wait, did they know that there was a baby involved? They did because Alexi's mom told them when she went into the waiting room. But they never said that, hey, your baby's dead in the bathroom. They just said, we found your baby in the trash can. Oh. They didn't ask if it was a boy or a girl. They didn't ask if he was okay. 
They what didn't the hell ask. What's wrong with people? Yeah, they asked nothing. Like the charge nurse said that he has never seen a reaction like Alexi a and no her reaction. mom. He's been a nurse for over twenty years. I guess not. He said that she showed no emotion. The only time she cried was when she was worried that she was going to get in trouble. She didn't cry for her baby at all. Mm, so sad. I was watching all of the police interviews on YouTube this week, and I have to say that HT's interview was heartbreaking because he said they didn't even give me a chance. They didn't give me a chance to save that baby's life. Who's HT? He is the charge nurse. He's the one that HT, okay. ran the baby to the trauma room. And he was like, you know, my job is to save lives and I, did, I wasn't even given that chance. And he's like, I have a huge probability that I could have saved that baby's life. Oh no. He was like, there was no doubt in my mind that that baby was alive when he was born. Oh, did they do an autopsy? They did. Okay, okay. What makes this even worse is that this hospital that Alexi's at mm -hmm. was a safe haven. Shut up. So she could have pulled the cord in the bathroom for nursing assistance, given the baby to the nurse. Just hand it over. And gone back to her room and not told her mom any different. Yeah. But she didn't. She tried to hide it and she didn't do uh. it. During this time, they realized, like as they've, they've cleaned, that they can't find Alexi's placenta. So she is... She ate it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, you said she ripped it apart. You know, yeah. Well, that's what they think they, she did with her placenta, that she either ripped it apart and flushed it down the toilet. Oh, she flushed it, yeah. Yeah. The police actually asked Lori, the nurse that mm -hmm. originally found the baby, mm -hmm. if a placenta would be easy to hide. And she compares it to roast beef. <laughs> the detective is like, oh God, I didn't need that picture. Maybe deflated roast beef. Yeah. But she's like, you know, it fits in a basin. It's it's a decent size. Like, yeah. You would have seen it. It holds a baby. Yes. It can hold a 10-pound baby. baby. <laughs> so... So they end up having to fly Alexi to another hospital because she's still bleeding and they're not sure if the placenta has been discarded. Wait, why did they have to? They weren't uh, equipped to be able to have surgery on her to make sure that all of the placenta was So they're not a labor removed. and delivery hospital? But they were not. Were, okay. No, they were just an emergency room, which if she would have delivered naturally, they said, you know, we, we could have handled it. She may still have had to fly out to get the placenta if we felt like it hadn't all been expelled when she but had the baby. because it was a complicated order. Yeah, it was real complicated. They didn't know where it was. <laughs> she's still claiming she's a virgin, so she's not telling us where Holy the placenta cow. is. Yeah. Cuckoo machoo. Yeah. After Alexi is released from the hospital, she goes on with her life like nothing happened. Really? Yep. Her and her boyfriend went to prom together. She went back Aww. to school. How sweet. Yep. She was living her best teenage life. The autopsy report is completed on March 28th, 2023. Mm -hmm. And it states that the baby boy was born alive. Oh, no, 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 no. Why didn't they hear it cry, though? Like, there was no other sound. They could hear her flushing, running water, moving around in there, but never a cry. Never a scream, like, oh, I'm having labor pains. Yeah, well, some babies don't cry when they're born. They have to be spank. encouraged. Yeah, that's why they spank some of them, or, like, they hold them by their foot. To, or tickle them. Because neither one of my boys cried, and I was freaking out. I and, guess, yeah. And they were like, no, it's normal. They just, sometimes they just don't. You have to encourage Mine scream. them. They didn't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> they oh. did not want to leave their room. Oh, yeah. My, both of mine were ready to escape. <laughs> well, Drew was ready, and then he changed his mind. So, but Dex was ready. Yeah. So, according to the autopsy findings, there were no physical abnormalities or injuries detected in the newborn at birth. The examination indicated the presence of air in the lungs and stomach, suggesting that the baby was born alive following a complete 38 weeks of pregnancy. Oh, man. The cause of death for the baby was determined to be entrapment. What does that mean? According to the report, entrapment refers to a situation where an individual is placed within a sealed or partially sealed container, such as a tightly tied plastic so trash bag, and utilizes all available oxygen until there is an insufficient amount to support life. Why don't they just say suffocation? Exactly. I don't know. They wanted to make it sound smart. <sighs> it's too smart for me. Yeah. Just say he suffocated. He was born alive and she suffocated him. That's basically, yeah, he did. He suffocated. On, well, after this time, the police are trying to contact Alexi to question her. 
Okay. And her mother tells her, you know, she's not speaking to you without her attorney. Cop on the phone is very polite. He's like, ma'am, I understand that. I just need her to tell me that. Well, why did you go to her school? He was like, because she was avoiding me at your house. I need to verbally have her tell me in person that she will not speak to me without her attorney. So the mom's like, well, she's here right now. I'll get it. And he's like, ma'am, I have to do this in person. So she puts Alexi on the phone. Alexi has no freaking clue what to say. And the mom's in the background. Tell him you're not talking to him without an attorney. So I'm not talking to you without my attorney. <laughs> and the cop is like, ma'am. I have to hear that from you in person. Yeah, this could be you. This could actually be you yeah. telling me this and on the phone. Just in a different voice. <laughs> exactly. And the mom is like, we've already told him. We told him. And it's like, did you not listen? Like, I don't know how yeah. this cop didn't scream at them over the phone because I was <laughs> screaming at my YouTube the entire time. I'm like, ooh, I strangled her. Yeah. So on May 10th, Alexi was arrested. Okay. The cops go to her house to arrest her and her mom wants to see a copy of the warrant. And they said, ma'am, your daughter is 19. She's an adult. We cannot show you a copy of the warrant. We need to see your daughter. Mm -hmm. Well, this is my house. Ma'am, it's an arrest warrant. Right. It's not a search warrant. Right. <laughs> this is for your 19-year-old adult daughter. Well, what's it for? What's it for? No, you're not seeing her. What's it for? I have a right to know. I have the right. Wow. Yeah, like freaking crazy. Very controlling. Yeah. Finally, the guy's like, look, she's being charged with first-degree murder and tampering with evidence. Yeah. Tampering with evidence at the hospital? Mutilation of a corpse. Like, yeah, at the hospital. Like, yeah. where else would she have tampered with evidence? So she gets Alexi, and she's charged with murder in the first degree, or alternatively, abuse of a child, intentional, resulting in death, and tampering with evidence. Alexi's mom wants to know why they want her to do the perp walk to the police car. They need to bring the car up here and put her in the car that way. She doesn't need to be handcuffed. She's fine. But she's under arrest, lady. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if you really wanted this to go easy, you should have been like, as soon as they knocked on the door, let me get my daughter, but you're going to read the warrant to me, like her in front of me so I can see what's going on. And she does have an attorney, so you can't ask her any questions. Can I ask a question? Yes. Is Alexi mentally challenged in any way? Not that's been reported. And I'm just wondering why her mother has, I mean, like I would be very defensive. I have a 19 year old. Yeah. And I would probably be the same way, but my daughter would know how to handle handle the situation. Yeah, it, it never says that she has any mental deficiencies, mm -hmm. but the relationship between mother and daughter in all of the videos that I've seen, Alexi is portrayed as like very young. Like the way the mom was talking to her and treating her and asking questions, you would have thought she was like 12 or 13. That's you what I'm saying. Think she was a 19 year old. Her mother seems very controlling. Yeah. And she seems very dependent on her mom. She definitely wasn't doing herself any favors. She was yeah. relying on her mom for everything, which, I mean, like you said, if my kid was in a situation like this, I would be there for them. Yeah. But I don't think I would be that rude to the police. They're the ones that are going to be taking your baby to jail. So Alexi is taken to prison. The mom follows them and her and one of the police meet in like the waiting area, I guess. Yeah. And she wants to know what's going to happen now. Okay. And the police officer says the judge has 72 hours to see her, but more likely than not, she'll be given a bond and released until her trial. Well, what does that mean? When's he going to see her? Is she going to be seen tomorrow? What's going to happen? Well, the judge starts seeing cases at seven in the morning. We're a small town, so she probably will be seen tomorrow, but he has 72 hours to see her. So then mama says... Well, my attorney said that she needs to be taken away from the population of prison because if people find out what she did to her baby or what they think she did to her baby, things will be bad for her. So mom on police body cam says the people in prison are going to be mad at my daughter and hurt her because of what she did to her baby. Mm -hmm. So mom even admits, you know, then she caught herself and she's like, oh, they think that she did. Right. Okay. Well, we know she did. I mean, there's nobody else in the bathroom with her. Yeah. So it, it, was, it happened. It happened. It's hers. So she's still not a virgin. Yeah. Well, this story gets even better. Oh my God. Because the virgin Alexi had a baby boy in the bathroom of the ER, stuffed the baby in a trash bag that he suffocated in, still denied ever being pregnant and was on a prescription weight loss medicine. So not just an over-the-counter she was on like Adapix. 
that had to be prescribed to her by someone or she bought it illegally. Hmm. Her family hired a high-profile attorney. I think his name's Gary Mitchell. Got my eyes on you, Gary. In August, Gary filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the hospital. Oh, really? Her attorney is claiming that the nursing staff gave Alexi several medication that caused the baby to stop breathing before birth. Alexi's attorney has been very outspoken regarding his defense of his clients. Hold up. Wait a minute. So the attorney is saying the hospital caused the death of my client's baby, but the client, the criminal, I'm going to call her, is saying I never had a baby because I was never pregnant. So who's right? Yep. Neither one of them is right. Get your shit together, Gary. Come on, Gary. Earn your money. Do better. A lot of people found this ironic that she didn't file the wrongful death lawsuit in February or in March or in April Mm -hmm. or in May Mm -hmm. or in June. Okay. Or July. Go ahead. She waited until August when you are arrested and you are going to be charged. Okay. So then they file the wrongful death. Yeah. Seems real heartfelt. Yeah. right here. Yeah. There, there was that. I'm sorry. I watched on YouTube where her attorney spoke to law and crime, and he reviewed the baby's toxicology report showing the baby had 0.19 nanograms of morphine in his system at birth. Is that a lot? No. Okay. They had another um, or a professional come in and say that that's like microscopic, that that's nothing. Okay. Even to a baby. Even to a baby. It's it would not have caused him to stop breathing before he was born. Well no, they said the autopsies proved that he was alive when he was born. Well, the attorney was first saying that he was stillborn. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, Well, no, he was breathing, but he had breathing issues mm. because of the morphine. Because he was there and he knew? Yeah. He's okay. a doctor. Oh. He's a certified asshole. Mm-hmm. So he continues reading the toxicology report, and it says that the baby tested positive for COVID-19, influenza A and B, and severe acute respiratory syndrome, or SARS. Excuse me? Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> so, Wait, this was an independent autopsy they had done? No. No? No. This is the state medical examiner, and he is disagreeing with the state examiner saying that the baby did not have air in its lungs and he's getting a second opinion. But even if the baby did have air in its lungs, it had morphine in its system, so it's probably going to die anyway. That's what he's saying right uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. And when I heard that the baby tested positive for all of these things, the first thing I thought was, you were in a hospital where people with these germs go to get treatment. You were put in the bottom of a trash can, which is probably one of the dirtiest places in a hospital. So did he really have all this or was were these just on him? Like, I find that hard to believe that a baby can be born with COVID-19 or influenza or yeah, like, SARS. Yeah, I didn't, I thought that was something to catch. Seems unlikely. Yeah, I just, I'm not a doctor, but it just sounds really weird to me. Right? It just doesn't. We're going to need to Google that. Can a baby be born with all that? If you know the answer, all our patrons out there. Yeah. Get back with us and let us know because this is something I've never heard of. Yeah, this is a brain twister. It's, I would really like to know the answer. Mm -hmm. So the next few things that I'm going to tell you have not been confirmed statements. Okay. I saw this on the Daily Mail, which is not an extremely (laughs) reputable. Yeah. And then I saw this on a couple of YouTube creators' videos, and they stated the same thing. The only places they could find it was, like, the Daily Mail. So this may or may not be true. But um, the statement came out prior to the malpractice lawsuit stating the deceased infant's name. Mm. Friends of Alexi are saying that they knew that she was pregnant and that she was did. planning on naming the baby Alex after herself. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And the attorney came back and was like, no, Alexi didn't know she was pregnant. And the only reason they knew the baby's name was Alex is because the malpractice suit that I put online that you can pull from the courthouse records shows that she was naming the baby Alex. But because these statements came out prior to that, they had to get the name from somewhere. She had to tell someone that she was naming her baby Alex or her boyfriend told somebody they were mm-hmm. naming the baby Alex. They didn't just pull this out their ass. Right. If you're a cheerleader, you're dressing, undressing in the same 
room as these other, you know, as your, as your co-cheer leaders. And you're that far along. I mean, you're 38 weeks whenever you give birth. So your baby is rolling and twisting and kicking. And you know that at some point in time, her friends either felt her belly or saw it moving or whatever. And they discussed, you know, they discussed it. Yeah. She's far too big. Like on the picture you showed me, she's far too big for nobody to have said a word. That's... Yeah. And she was very slim before this. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. So her reasoning was that her and her boyfriend have been eating a lot of Big Macs. Big Mac my ass. That's what caused the weight gain. Or, you know, she was on birth control too. That caused her to gain weight. So, you know, I'm sitting here thinking like, how did her cheerleading coach not see this and approach her? Everybody missed this. Yeah, like, how did everybody miss this? Well, according to the Daily Mail, Alexi's cheerleading coach actually did approach her. Okay. About her being pregnant. And again, she denied, she denied it, it. And said that she gained weight from birth control. And her and her boyfriend had been eating a lot of Big Macs. So what are you going to do as a coach? You can't. Yeah, you can't make her pee on a stick to say that she's pregnant. Right. It's really your word against hers, which, I mean, you'll know in nine I months. I mean, you could boot her off the team and say, when you come back and give me a medical release release that you're not, then you can continue to cheer. Yeah. Wow. So I guess they're calling sex Big Macs now because that's the only <laughs> way she gained all that weight. She, they had lots of Big Macs. <laughs> she had lots of Big Macs. <laughs> Wait, her boyfriend's name was Mac? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I don't I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) So, her attorney, you know, he's pushing this. You know, she everybody thought she gained weight, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Mm -hmm. The prosecutor came back with the fact that Alexi had been self-medicating herself with weight loss medication that was contradictive to pregnancy. The prosecution, without trying to give all their hand to the public and the defense attorney supposedly not trying to give his whole hand to the public kind of looks like an asshole right now. Yeah. You've been taken Adipex while you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. You were taking it yourself and you're going to say that the morphine you got an hour and a half before you had that baby yes. killed it? Yeah. No. That's a stretch. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you really need to think about what you're going to say before you put it out there for everybody. Mm-mm-mm. As of now, Alexi's trial date is set for February 2024. So as of right now, there is no conclusion to this case, but I wanted to put it out there because I was surprised by the lack of coverage on the case. Yeah, definitely. Was she bonded out? She was. She was bonded out. Uh, She was not given an ankle bracelet. She was told that she had to stay at her house and she was not allowed to see her boyfriend, which I thought was a really weird... How can you... (laughs) Yeah. How can you do that? Yeah. I thought that was a really weird... weird terms of release like yeah are you gonna spy on her with binoculars what are you gonna do he's coming in the back door yeah (laughs) so uh in august her attorney had a zoom meeting with the judge and they allowed alexi to spend the summer with her grandparents so i guess this must have been june she spent the summer with her grandparents they had another meeting Mm -hmm. the second meeting she was allowed to see her boyfriend in person and she was allowed to attend college because she was accepted to New Mexico State University. Very her, good. Her and her boyfriend were there. But because of all the media that she's gotten in New Mexico, she's been taking her classes from home. Yeah. A woman from California started a petition that's been signed by, I think, 22,000 people as of October 2023, wanting the college or the university to kick her out and not allow her to get her education there not allow her to be a teacher, a nurse, or a social worker. Anything with children. Anything with children uh, because of her criminal record. I don't believe in kicking somebody out for education. Yeah. But I I do agree about the children part. Yeah. She should not be around children. I'm with you. I don't, I don't think she should be kicked out of school, but she definitely should not be doing anything that children are involved with. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of messed this up for your life with this mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah. Someone in the university, they're assuming it was a student, recently put cardboard flyers on all the desks in certain buildings. And on the front of the flyer was a picture of Alexi. And on Mm -hmm. the back was a QR code. And when you scan the QR code, it brings you to a news station that Mm -hmm. tells you what Alexi 
supposedly did to her baby mm. and the charges against her. Wow. Yeah. That's terrible. And a few of the professors have emailed saying, like, you cannot do this. You cannot harass other students. The girl that's in this wasn't even in any of these classes because she was taking classes from home. Yeah. So they were kind of worried about her safety if she did go to college right now. Yeah. Which I I can see. Maybe do your classes via web and Zoom for now. Yeah. Did they diagnose her with anything like postpartum depression or anything like that? From what's been released, she was not diagnosed with postpartum depression or any mental illness that has been released. Now, Mm -hmm. she may have that and her attorney just is keeping that in his back pocket until they go to court. Oh, that'd be the first thing I'd throw out if it was true. I mean... Me too. I would Because that would mean that you're clearly not in your right mind. I mean, you hear all these mothers that are such good mothers and they got, you know, two or three kids... And then all of a sudden, they're drowning all their kids in a bathtub, or they're driving them into a lake, or they're... Yeah. Gotta be something that... There's definitely a disconnect. Yeah, I was actually really surprised that that wasn't one of the first things that her attorney pulled out of his bag of tricks Mm -hmm. to represent her. Mm -hmm. He didn't pull out the bag of tricks. Instead, he just pulled something out of his ass, and it just... It wasn't good. That kind of seems like what he's doing. He's just throwing everything at the wall and hoping something sticks. Like blood. Yeah, the blood stuck. It was a lot. It's horrible. Sorry. That was terrible. But we did it. We said it. it. The last thing I want to say before ending this episode is that I think more information needs to be distributed to teenagers and young adults explaining what the infant safe haven law is. Right. And how people who are not ready to become parents can take advantage of this law. Absolutely. I asked my niece and nephew which my niece is early 20s. My nephew is like 17, 18. And a couple of my kids' friends, if any of them had ever heard of the safe haven law, and not a single one of them knew what that was. Really? Yep. And I was like, they don't, like you don't have sex ed at school and they give you this information? And then I started thinking no, about- that's elementary school that they're doing that that's in. That's true, yeah. yeah. Well, when I took <laughs> sex ed in high school, I was not told anything about this. I didn't know about this until mm-hmm. I was an adult. Right. And then I thought it was a joke. Yeah. So sure. when I found out it was real, I'm like, why is this not one of the things that is given to teenagers and young adults mm-hmm. as an option to throwing your life away by throwing your child in a dumpster? God. If, if you're going to go all the way with the baby, you might as well just give it to somebody else who can care for it. And don't I know there are lots kill of kill them. There's lots of people that do do that. It's just the ones that don't that make the news. But it doesn't sound like anybody in this family had any kind of emotion except for the mom. Yeah, and it wasn't emotion for the baby. It was for her daughter lying to her. Right. Could care less about that baby. I don't get that. I, I don't either. I just, I can't understand how the grandmas, the boyfriend, like nobody gave a shit about this baby. That's so sad. It really is. Poor like, little Alex. He, he didn't have a chance before he even came into this world. He was already neglected and shoved in the closet. Like, we don't yeah. want anything to do with you. You don't right. exist. It just so happened he made his appearance yeah. when she was in a very public place. Right. Uh, I don't know. There's something about that autopsy, too. That Yeah, I'm anxious to see what the Me defense too. attorney's uh, autopsy shows because they're going to get a third party to come in and review the autopsy results and give their own conclusions to what mm-hmm. happened. So they might have something different to say happened to the baby whenever they go to trial. And the attorney has said multiple times in all of his interviews that he's not releasing everything to the public because he doesn't want the prosecution to have a game plan to push down his arguments before they even are aired in court. So I'm going to ask you, but you may not know this yet. Did, what did they do with, with Alex? They actually had Alex cremated. Oh, who did? Alexi and her mother. And he is in a shadow box right by their front door in their house. When the police go to Alexi's house, and I'm not sure if when it was when she was arrested or a different time, you can see in the background of the officer's body cam footage a little white box. And if mm-hmm. you zoom in, you can see that it has his name on it. And it has his date of birth and death. And it's it's so they at least have cremation. that. Yeah, they. I mean, did they at least had enough feeling to to do something with him, and he's not keep just, him there. Yeah, so it's not just in a blank grave. 
Yeah, they did have him cremated, and he is in their home right so now. So you said you could see his name on the shadow box? Yes. Does it say Alex? It does. <laughs> okay, it does. so her friends were not wrong, like the defense attorney said. Yep. Yeah. Yep, it, it says Alex on it's there. It's heartbreaking. It really is. It's like the nurse said, that baby didn't have a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you that are not in the United States, the safe haven law allows the parent or an agent of the parent to remain anonymous and be shielded from criminal liability and prosecution for child endangerment, abandonment, or neglect mm-hmm. in exchange for surrendering the baby to a safe haven. The law allows parents who are unable or unwilling to properly care for their baby to relinquish their baby to designated locations where the babies are protected and provided with medical care until a permanent home is found. The hospital that Alexi had her baby in is a safe haven location in the state of New Mexico. She could have easily handed her baby to a nurse, doctor, or attendant after delivering him in the bathroom, receive the required medical treatment to ensure her health, and head out onto her merry way without ever having to deal with the fact that she was responsible for her son's death. Wow. Please, please, please spread information about the safe haven law in your state to teenagers and young adults in your life. Let them know there are other options than throwing a baby in the garbage. Uh, After this happened, a local fire station around Arteza put in an incubator box outside their station. Really? And when the box is open and closed, after it's closed, the fire People, firefighters, are notified that something's been put in the box. Wow. Over the summer, somebody brought their baby. Put it in the box. And put him in the box. And he survived, and he was healthy, and he... He's probably adopted, because there's so many people out there that want to have a baby and cannot have a baby. That's true. So, hopefully, with this coming out and the other teenager before her that threw her baby away, Mm. hopefully this kind of spreads awareness that you have other options if... It's you can't get an abortion. You don't agree with abortion. You don't yeah. know that you're having a baby until it's too late. This is another option if you have the baby. Right, you can yeah. safely give him to someone else or right. her to someone else without any legal and should if stuff. you're incapable. Yeah, if you of raising a child or or having a baby. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, this one was kind of a downer, but it was very much of a Debbie Downer. I really wanted to tell you this because. I watch a lot of crime and murder shows, and this just happened to pop up in my YouTube feed. And I could only find a couple YouTubers that went over this, and they were all with the Law and Crime channel. Yeah. So this was like the only people that were reporting on this. Yeah. I'm glad you did it. It was very informational, and I hope I hope a lot of people can spread that word about the safe haven. Yes. And I'll keep y'all updated as more things are released in this yes. case. Thank you for joining us on this episode, and we hope that you will join us for the next episode on another bitch who is unwell.